Welcome to the broadcast of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. We're located at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, and we're glad you've tuned in. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. If you desire prayer, our ministers are available to pray with you. Give us a call at 803-776-1238 or call us toll-free at 1-888-776-1238. Today, Pastor Daryl Jackson continues the 60th year Diamond Jubilee series with the message titled, Something You Have Not Seen Before. There's a word from the Lord this morning as we continue this series that is simply entitled the Diamond Jubilee Series as we celebrate this historic year here at Bible Way, our 60th anniversary. God has given us this series entitled the Diamond Jubilee Series. Our scripture references for today's messages are found for today's message is found in the book of Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 and 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 uh, tell the Conwell thank you so much you are such a faithful man of God thank you for inviting your colleagues to worship here today Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 the New King James version call to me And I will answer you. Here's where the subject is found. And show you great and mighty things which you do not know. I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, Paul picks it up and he writes, But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things, somebody say things, things which God has prepared for those who love him. And we ask his blessings on the reading and the hearing of his word. For the next few moments, I want to speak to you from the subject, something you haven't seen before. Do me a favor before you sit down. uh, Just wave at folk. We don't hug and touch anymore because of COVID. Some of us don't hug and touch. Some of you don't hug and touch. Anybody just wave at somebody. And say, God is about to show you something you haven't seen before. Clap those hands. Take your seat in the presence of the Lord. Mm. Uh, I receive that. See, faith means you believe it before you see it works out. Faith means you claim it with only a word. (laughs) Anyone claim that promise? Something 
encourage somebody and say something you haven't seen before. Mm, I just want to warn you that our 8 o'clock service was so anointed. We, I just had to stop preaching at 8. God, God showed up and showed off. Listen. <laughs> mm. I think they left some anointing in the seat. Because somebody said you're sitting on the anointing. Hold on, hold on. I uh, say I'm not one of those young preachers that let y'all push me beyond when I'm ready to be pushed. <laughs> Amen. Used to be that kind of preacher. <laughs> Amen. Listen to this. For the past two weeks, we have talked about how it is the Lord's desire to elevate us to do more for the kingdom. When I say us, I am not speaking only of Bible way or some other ministry. I am talking about us as individuals to do more for the kingdom, such as invite your coworkers to worship, such as tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. But there are more souls to be saved. Soul winning is still our number one business. There are more lives to be touched. There are more communities to be transformed and higher heights to ascend to. All to the glory of God. Not for you. Not for your reputation, not to build up Bible ways credentials, not for someone to talk about how great you are, how great we are, what size, what kind of church we have. Amen. I learned a long time ago that we don't own a church. <laughs> Jesus says, upon this rock, I'll build my church. He didn't say Pastor Jackson's church. So I always stop people and they ask me, they, they says, how many members do you have at your church? I say, there are two things wrong with that statement. One, I don't have a church and I certainly don't have members. Okay, We all belong to the Lord. Amen, someone? Listen, as faith walkers, we should not be focused on a particular destination. I want to share something with you. Too many of us lose focus and we miss it because we are focused on a destination. Somewhere we want to get to. Somewhere we want to ascend to. Some level you want to reach with your career. Something you says I've got to accomplish. God says we should not be focused on a particular destination or some vain level of achievement. This is not about another star in your crown. It's not about a pat on the back. 
But we should all pray for strength and wisdom to endure this journey of ups and downs. Journey of good days and not so good days. Look at someone and say, it's a journey, not a destination. The journey will not be easy. Here to tell you, if you think because you are a believer, think because you've given your life to the Lord that the enemy will leave you alone. On the contrary, that's when he bothers you the most. Amen. Some of you are living witness. You never caught it so hard until you gave your life to the Lord. You never knew how many haters you had till you start trying to do the right thing. Journey will not be easy. Those who are weak of heart, those who are easily influenced by others, those who faith wavers or fluctuates between the difficulty of their situation will in all likelihood have a very tough time on this journey. If you are weak of heart, influenced by others, if your faith wavers, if you are one of those seasonal saints, flavor of the month, Saints, if, 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 if you come to church based on the weather report, or whether your arthritis is acting up, if you got to wait till everything is lined up right to give God your best praise, and you are going to have a difficult time. But to those of us who know how to praise God on a bad day. (laughs) In fact, I preached a message years ago, save your best praise for your worst days. We've got to learn how to confuse the enemy. When the enemy says, oh, I know you won't praise God today, you say, watch me. I've saved my best praise praise from when I'm broke, sick, lonely, hurt. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Anybody know how to praise God on a bad day? Anyone know how to give God your best praise on your worst days? See, you ought to be so confusing to the adversary that he doesn't know what to do with you because here you are he's attacked you from every way he can imagine and you still have joy in fact you don't have to wait until Sunday to give God a praise some of you know how to give God a big private praise over something that only God could do I dare you I dare you to lift those hands and say, I'll bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall always be in my mouth. Oh, magnify 
Let us exalt his name together. Woo! Here's the good news. The good news is that if we have the faith, listen to this. This is the teaser we sent out earlier this week. If you have the faith to withstand life's uncertainties and allow the Lord to still use you, good God. God told me, say, if you can be knocked down but still used, if you can be bruised but still used, that'll preach all by itself. <laughs> if you can be lied on and treated badly, still say, use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Then I sincerely believe that God will take you places you have not been before. I believe that God will show you things you have not seen before. Because here's what God said to me, and this is what messed us up at 8 o'clock. I tried again at 11 because I feel this same anointing. God says if you can stand the enemy's attack, if you, in, in fact, dealing with what the enemies say to you, we can handle but if you can be wounded in the house of a friend, if you can stand people who say they got your back, stab you in the back, if you can withstand unpredictable trials and tribulation and still give God a praise, still give God your service. God said, I will turn your situation around. In other words, God says, I am getting ready to shift. Something on your behalf. Y'all help me preach this. Look at your neighbor, say, neighbor, God is getting ready to shift something on your behalf. Can I preach? Look at somebody and say, get ready for the shift. Everybody who can stand, do me a favor. Stand to your feet. And when I count to three, I want y'all to... Y'all know how y'all shift at the party. Here we go. One, two, three, shift.
somebody and say, shift, 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 shift. Say, get ready. Get ready for the holy shift. Where you at, Freeze? spirit that God is getting ready to shift someone look at your neighbor before you sit down and say neighbor take a good look at me now because what you see is not what you're going to see oh y'all sit down and just think about that more Ooh, I feel. hold it hold it hold it I got to get to the text. <laughs> I've got to exercise some homiletical discipline. <laughs> and get to the text. <laughs> shift, shift, shift. 
in the first text in the book of Jeremiah chapter 33 God speaks to Jeremiah and the people of Judah during a very difficult time in their lives they had just been invaded captured most of it all but the capital city we're told by historians by the Babylonians in fact Jeremiah was in prison <laughs> you know Jeremiah this is the same one who in chapter 20 says I thought about giving up I said I'll never preach witness again but your word was like a burning fire shut up <laughs> in my bone this was a difficult time and they really needed a word from the Lord some of you what you need the most is not a friend to come and pat you on the back but you need a word Lord that word have I hid in my heart I may not transgress against you we're told in verse 1 that the Lord did just that he sent a word to the people of Judah through the man. Only God can use a man in prison to send an encouraging word to somebody who's in captivity. <laughs> Both of them are down. But God says, I like to speak to people at the lowest point in their life so that you'll know that there is a God somewhere. And the text tells us in verse 1 that God speaks to Jeremiah. In fact, for the second time, he speaks to Jeremiah. And he shares the word that they need. In verse 2, God assured Jeremiah that God had the power to turn their situation around. Someone say shift. <laughs> Told Jeremiah while he was in prison people were living under captivity that it may be bad now but I'm going to show you something you haven't seen before God had the power to turn this situation around in fact he tells them in verse 2 and the New Living Translation perhaps puts it even clearer that God is the creator of the universe God is the very one that formed the universe and set it in its place. In other words, Jeremiah, you're dealing with your creator. <laughs> you're dealing with someone who knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. I know what you're going through. You don't, you don't have to lament to me. I know your situation. I am the creator of the universe. I set everything in its place. And the Lord then shares with the prophet Jeremiah in verse 3 these most iconic, incredible, inspiring words. Listen to what the Lord says to Jeremiah as we first read from the New King James Version. He says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great 
and mighty things which you do not know. <laughs> uh, the New Living Translation says things to come. But perhaps the message Bible puts it in a way that means even more to us as it did to me. The Message Bible says, and I quote, I will tell you marvelous and wondrous things, listen to this, that you could never figure out on your own. Lord, why do they not like me? Lord, why do I catch it so much? Why am I the only one that they give a hard time to on the job? Can't figure it out. Lord, why, why is it that, that my family gives me such a difficult time? Why is it that I see, it seems as if I take one step forward and two steps backwards? Have you ever been to the point in which you were stuck in a place that you could not figure out how you got there, much less how do you move on? I just need to preach to some real folk. All you uppity folk that never went through anything, y'all excuse this part of the message. But is there anybody who ever found yourself stuck? Woo! In a mindset in which all you did was wonder, why am I here? Why has this gone so badly in my life? Why is it that I catch it so much, Lord? I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh, woe is me. Things you cannot figure out on your own. Look at somebody and say, get ready for the shift. God says you and to all people, he had to tell this to Jeremiah because as anointed as Jeremiah was, he was known as the cry baby prophet. Although he had the anointing, he had a real debilitating spirit of self-pity. Jeremiah would often feel sorry for himself and want to quit. And God would have to jack slap him and straighten him up and say, man, hold your head up. Don't you know that I created you? Don't you know that I brought you through everything you've been through? Don't you know if you can just hang in there a little while longer? Something is about to shift. on your behalf I'm about to show you some things that you could never figure out on your own <laughs> look at somebody say get ready God is about to figure it out for you <laughs> can I get a witness God is about to show you how to get unstuck. Talk to me, Holy Ghost. God is about to show you how when the yoke is broken, you can move on out of that situation, 
I believe with my Holy Ghost imagination that God is about to take somebody somewhere you've never been before and show you something you could never figure out on your own. Maybe everybody cannot receive that, but is there anybody under the sound of my voice receive that prophetic anointed word over your life like God is about to rearrange your situation oh I feel something look at your neighbor and say neighbor God is about to rearrange your situation where you thought you were going here God says I'm taking you there where you thought they would be in your life God says I've got someone better for you when you thought this is what God has called me to do God said I've got something different for you that you never knew about get ready tell your neighbor neighbor get ready God is about to rearrange your situation y'all got about 30 seconds to put your best praise over the fact that God is on the verge of rearranging your situation can I preach tell your neighbor neighbor God is going to shift and change and rearrange some things in your life with things you used to could not take you would be able to rejoice over people you used to could not stand God will help you love people who used to get on your nerve you can shout all in their face because God is God is about to rearrange your situation Jeremiah said, things you could never figure out on your own. But Paul understood. Paul understood and he writes in 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 9. Tell your neighbor, get ready. This word is for you. Look at somebody and say, I has not seen ear heard don't have it in it into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for you one more time look somebody dead in the eye and say neighbor you haven't seen anything yet uh, you haven't seen what God is about to do yet. I can't even tell you because if I told you, you won't even believe it. God said you won't believe it even if it's told to you. You are the head and not the tail. Some of you are the boss and not the employee. Some of you are going to own and not rent. Some of you are going to go higher and not lower. Some of you are going to get blessed and blessed and blessed 
and bless. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, can you see what nobody else can see? Get ready for God to show you. Somebody help me say, show me, Lord. Say, show me, Lord. Show me. Show me. Show me the way. Show me. I see blessings all over you. I see miracles all over you. Y'all stand to your feet. Wave at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I see a cloud of blessings hovering all over you. I see healing and deliverance. Let me preach to this side of the church. I see breakthroughs and breakouts. I see God taking you higher. I see folk think you're something now. But how many of you know God has not, God has not, God has not finished with you yet. Tell somebody, get ready for an overflow of the blessings of God. Y'all got about 30 seconds to give God your... Show me, Lord. Lift those hands and say, show me, Lord. Show me, Lord. Show me, Lord. Show me. Show me. God is about to show you. Three things stand to your feet. What did you tell me before church? Freeze a holy shift is about to come your way. I want you to take these three insights with you. Woo! Because I feel a dance coming, but I'm trying to get through there. Hold it to number three. <laughs> Woo! Insight number one. God has the power. Look at this. Write this down. Take a picture of this screen. Reason I slow them down because God says, don't rush this point. God has the power to turn any adverse situation <laughs> around here we go one two three and oh, hold 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 that praise for just one moment God has the power to turn any look somebody in the eyes and say any, any. 
situation around. Ooh. Number two, when you call upon the Lord, he will answer. Now I want you to keep that on the board because note what is not said. I didn't say he'll give you the answer you want. <laughs> he didn't promise that, did he? All he promised you, I will answer you. Sometimes his answer is what we don't want to hear. But he'll still answer you. When you call upon the Lord, he will answer you. And here is the third. Mm. Get ready, brothers. Here is. Ooh. God will. <laughs> Ooh. Some of you say, I can't hold it anymore, Pastor. God will show us things we could never figure out on our own. Look at your neighbor, say, neighbor, you are about to see some things you have not seen before. Come on, let's put a prayer. somebody to get ready to see some things. Someone is getting ready for the ship. Someone is getting ready. Somebody say, show me, Lord. Show me. I need about 100 praises to leave your seat. Come stand at this altar. Look me in the eyes and say, I am ready for the ship.
all over this place. Woo! Sister Kasha, Tasha Cobb says, for your glory. Woo. Lord, if I find favor in your sight, Lord, please hear my heart's cry. I'm desperately waiting to be where you are. I'll cross the hottest desert. I'll travel near and far. Someone lift your hands and say, for your glory. God is about to show you. Last week's message was, God is about to take you somewhere you have not been. This week's message is, God is about to show you something you have not seen before and the reason God is going to do it not so that we can get the praise listen not so that they can brag on you but for his glory <laughs> anyone know that everything you accomplish in your life you simply wanted to be but the quarry for his glory. Ooh, come on, worship with us, if you will. Regina, yeah. To be where you are <laughs> across the hottest desert. Travel. That's my testimony, y'all. I will do I want to be where you are. <laughs> Woo, 
<laughs> I gotta be where I gotta be where you are, are Lord. <laughs> yeah. I wanna be where you are. Ah, uh, yeah. I gotta be. I gotta where be where you are. are. Oh, I wanna be where you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I gotta be where you are. I wanna be where you are. I gotta be where you are. Listen. God has ordained a holy shift. See, some of us at some point in our lives shifted the wrong way. And God said, but this next shift in your life, whew, God is going to ordain this shift. Whew. And God says, I'll show you something that you could not figure out on your own. <laughs> Eye has not seen nor ear heard. I believe that this next move of God is going to be a move in which he's changing people's hearts. See, for too long, historically, the church has been too obsessed in the outward appearances of people changing. Change your wardrobe change your language those kind of things change your hairstyles God says I've really never been concerned with that <laughs> I have always wanted the shift to be from the inside out because here's the deal if the shift happens from the inside nobody has to change your wardrobe if it needs changing whoo, the spirit will change it am I right whoo, uh, and I just believe that this next move of God God is shifting some things in your life God says I am about to show you some things you could not figure out on your own some of your eyes are going to be open some of you before this year is over God will shift some things your way <laughs> but God says I, I, I'm about to do you you watch you watch if it's the Lord's will I hope to be here I'm not going anywhere I often say this here's the difference between a visiting evangelists and a pastor you have to look me in the eye again and so if I tell you something crazy that I made up you can hold me accountable and I'm telling you right now God is about to shift some things whew, in someone's life and I just passed the loss and I feel this God says before the year is over whew, Someone is going to witness a mighty shift. Ooh, 
uh, of God. Come on, Regina, tell me for you. you uh, just for your glory. God has God has encouraged me to lay hands on my own self. God says you you pray for what everybody else is going through. And God says Be, before you go on another appointment, lay hands on your own self and say it's already done. Because I feel a shift in the atmosphere. Anybody know that God, God is doing something right now? Woo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for the shift. This shift, last week's shift was taking us places we haven't been. This week is showing us things we could not figure out on our own. I'm here standing, declaring and decreeing that the days of confusion are over. <laughs> the days of not knowing your will for our lives those days are over thank you Lord I has not seen what you're getting ready to do songwriters say you ain't seen nothing yet I just believe Lord you told me to say it and I said it that someone under the sound of my voice before the end of December of this year of 2023 will witness a mighty shift in their life. And this is a shift upwards. Ooh, someone say elevate. <laughs> I know you are going to do it because you said it. Your word will not return unto you void. This is our prayer. Your name we pray and give thanks. And those who love the Lord and know it is already done. Help me say amen. Amen. Look at someone say get ready for the shift. If you want to make a commitment today, if you want to join the church, if you want to give God your life if you want to commit your life see you can't thank you young lady thank you for the boldness to stand come on for your glory anyone else thank you to be whole, to be whole, you look at God anyone else want to make that commitment that 
for your glory. Anyone else join this young lady? Look at God. Clap your hands for this young lady. Uh, anyone else walk down those aisles? God is calling you to make that commitment. benediction I feel a special anointing <laughs> hmm. I'm telling you I, I haven't felt this way uh, uh, not often where the anointing of God is sitting on my spirit it's called in Hebrew the Kabbat the weighted presence of God sitting on me saying I'm about to shift some things Woo. someone is about to see something you never imagined could happen to you uh, oh, I, I don't know what it is but I, I, I've got to go I've got to offer the benediction but tell somebody get ready y'all do me a favor Go cross the aisles and just stand by somebody. Everybody stand by somebody for the benediction. You've been listening to the worship services at the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. Our worship services are open to all at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, just off I-77 between Shop and Bluff Roads. We will continue to air our services live here on the radio. We're also streaming live on our website at bwcar.org, on Facebook at Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, and now on YouTube. Our streaming services are available live on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. If you miss any of our services and want to watch them again, you can get them on demand on any of our social media channels. We invite you to stay in spiritual fellowship with us. To place your order for CD or DVD of today's sermon entitled, Something You Have Not Seen Before, please call us at 803-776-1238. Reference sermon number 09-1723. Again, the number is 803-776-1238. Sermon number 09-1723. You're invited to join us for the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road's 60th Year Diamond Jubilee Gala, Friday, November 3rd at the Columbia Metropolitan Convention Center. Tickets are $60 per person and are available for purchase online at bwcar.org. 
Get ready to celebrate all the magnificent things God has done. We praise God for the testimonies of those who have received Christ and now have a deeper relationship with God as a result of this ministry. To sow your financial seed into this ministry, you can give online by clicking the link on our website at bwcar.org. Or you can give right now from your mobile phone by texting BWCAR, your giving amount, to the number 73256. That's BWCAR and your giving amount to the number 73256. You can also mail your gift to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, P.O. Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please don't mail cash. Financial donations are also being accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 noon until 6 p.m. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. At Bible Way, our mission is to know God, to love, and to serve.